You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Well, hello, hello, my lovelies. Welcome to another episode of Ginger Arky. It's been a while and I have missed you so terribly much. Um, but today I'm bringing you something a little bit different on Ginger Arky. I've really been trying to branch out. Um, from the form of libertarians talking to other libertarians about libertarianism, because that doesn't really interest me anymore. So I have a very cool guest today. Um, many of you might not know him. Some of you might, if you follow the uh, Pat Down, which is a podcast, a comedy podcast, um, that we all know that our dear leader, Chris Spangle, is a co-host on. But today I'm interviewing Dion Curry. Hello, Dion. How are you? I'm well, Trisha. How are you? I am fantastic. So Dion is a stand-up comedian, which like comedy is probably one of my favorite um, things to watch and see. And I've missed it terribly uh, since the whole lockdown stuff. So I've tried to get out there as much as possible to see comedy live. How has it been for you um, coming back after not being able to do live shows, Dion? Um. Honestly, 2021 has been a blessing compared to 2020. Uh, 2020 was just absolutely awful for everybody, especially uh, us performers who our main source of income was other people coming out to <laughs> watch us. Yeah. So um, 2021 has been a nice rebound year. Um, for the most part, shows have been at full capacity. And so it's kind of felt more normal uh, before the giant pandemic and the shutdowns and whatnot. So 2021 hasn't been that bad. Well, I'm very glad to hear that. Um, my husband and I have really desperately tried to go out and see uh, live musicians and live comedy shows just to support the people that we love and that we enjoy because it feeds our soul and people feed your soul, get offline, get out there, go see something live because it's probably uh, the best thing you can do. So um, Dion, but the funny thing is when I have guests on, I obviously do a little bit of research in their bios. And so you're a comedian. Yes. Yes. And so your bio made me laugh. Is this true? So I'm going to give you guys all um, a lot of the listeners from the We Are Libertarians Network and Ginger Arky listeners might not know. <clears throat> so here's Dion's bio. At the age of four, Dion Curry told his dad he wanted to be a brain surgeon and then he cut his finger and passed out of the sight of his own blood. When he came to, his dad was still laughing, and it was then he knew comedy was his future. He has performed in the Boston Comedy Festival, Charleston Comedy Festival, and Comcast Trial by Laughter, and is a co-host on The Pat Down with Miss Pat. Is that true? That is all 100% true. Uh, I, I did want to be a brain surgeon when I was a little kid. I remember this conversation very vividly. Um, my dad asked me what I wanted to do with my life. Um, and me being a smarty pants kid that I was, I was like, I want to be a brain surgeon. <laughs> and then I turned around and I went to go pick something up and I slit open my right index finger. I still have the scar. And uh, I literally passed out right then and there just whoop and when i woke up my dad was laughing and my finger was bleeding and i was like he he said to me he goes uh guess you're not gonna be a brain surgeon (laughs) and we laughed and we laughed and i i gave up that dream also i don't have steady hands so that was a (laughs) pipe dream anyway if i would have done brain surgery on somebody they would have left a lot worse than when they showed up on the table so (laughs) So uh, being like a stand-up comic, is that most of your livelihood? Yes. Okay. Well, that seems to be something like, I mean, obviously a lot of people think that they can do it or that would be their dream, but obviously you're living it. So you have to be decent enough to make a living and do it. But how scary is that? 
I mean, like you could be really popular one day and not be the next. It takes a lot of work to be profitable. Anybody can be a stand-up comedian, but to be a professional is, is another thing. I mean, anybody can get on stage and grab a microphone and tell jokes, whether they're funny or not, but to be paid to do that is a whole nother animal. And it takes probably five to six years to get to that level to where you can, you know, actually make a living off of it. I've been doing it for 15 years now right. and I'd say 12 professionally. So, um, if you don't know what you're doing, if you don't have a mentor, I always tell people, you know, who want to get into comedy, you got to find somebody better than you, more talented than you, and soak up all that you can, befriend them. Because honestly, it's damn near impossible to to make money in comedy when you have no idea what you're doing. There's no school that you can go to. Mm-hmm. You can take a couple comedy classes, but most of the time, those are you know, just other comics taking advantage of young people who don't know what they're doing. So mm, yeah. uh, um, it's, it's a very, very hard business, but it's, it's worth it. It's the only thing I like doing on a day-to-day basis. Well, that's what you should do. You know, I'm a filthy capitalist. So I believe that do what you love and try to make money at it. It's not a bad thing, but before we dive into that political stuff, I do like, I, I have such an affinity for um, and a love for stand-up comedy. It's been like part of my life and it's always something I wanted to uh, like dive into a little bit, but I probably would suck at it. So I'm just going to stick with politics. Um, <laughs> but well, growing up, uh, who were your like biggest influences and who did you want to emulate or what, what, whose career did you think, well, I want to take that same path. Um, I probably say Chris Rock was my biggest influence and, um, I, I consider myself to be um, a mix between Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle, where I oh say God. silly. Them. <laughs> <laughs> I say silly things like Dave Chappelle sometimes, but my thought process is a lot more Chris Rock, um, which is funny because lately I've been feeling a lot more Chappelle esque mm-hmm. with some of the ideas that I've come up with with sketches and whatnot. But that's um, that's very interesting considering his latest um, controversies. Yeah, I, you know, I, I feel I feel for him in the regards that I wish he'd have just left it alone. Sometimes you don't need to explain the joke. You just say it and then you move on. You know, that's where we get into trouble. when We try to explain ourselves. If you didn't think it was funny, you didn't think it was funny. Like, I don't owe you anything other than the attempt. Do do you think he's capitalizing on that or do you think he's really actually trying to explain himself? He's at a point now where it doesn't matter one way or the other. Yeah. So, I mean, he's not, he's what I took away from his last special was, is he, he didn't gain any new fans and I don't think he lost any fans either. If you love Dave, you love Dave. And if you Mm -hmm. don't like Dave, well, that special didn't change your mind. So, you know, there is that point where you, you saturate yourself and you go, you know, these are the people that are for me. And if you don't like me, you don't like me. And he's got that kind of money where he doesn't have to worry about people liking him anymore. And obviously you have that same kind of money, Dion. (laughs) 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 So uh, there is something about comedy that's always struck me. And I will say, um, I did want to ask you one of my favorite stand-up comedians of all time um, <laughs> and he might be a little bit controversial as Doug Stanhope. What are your thoughts on him? He's a super nice man. I've met him. I have too. Um, he's really nice. <laughs> he's, he's, he's one of the nicest people. Um, he was just, as far as the standup goes, I love the standup because he speaks his mind and he, you know, he, he paints a picture that if you're open to it, you can follow along. And that's a lot of what stand-up comedy is, to be honest with you, is just people opening their minds to different perspectives. And Doug is one of those people who can who can paint that picture for you to give you to go, oh, I never thought of it that way. You know, because that's all stand-up comics are is truth tellers for the mm-hmm. most part. Some of us are, you know, dick joke tellers, but <laughs> but I, I I love a good dick joke. I'm gonna be honest. Everybody loves a good <laughs> dick joke. <laughs> I I think there's a lot of truth to that. And so, I mean, obviously like I dabble in politics and that's kind of what I do as far as like a little bit of activism and then just my podcast on the We Are Libertarians Network. 
Um, but I also definitely believe that uh, stand-up comics, especially in this day and age, are some of the last truth tellers. You know, we have politicians, we have media pundits, we have reality shows, we have Hollywood, but I feel like um, we're not really standing up there and saying what we think. And comics are one of the last few people that do that. And I've seen a lot of them being silenced because of their maybe political opinions. What do you think about bringing politics into comedy? Anything that happens inside of the realm of a comedy club or a comedy show is Mm -hmm. just that simply comedy. So if you walk out of a comedy club or a comedy show at a theater or arena someplace offended, then that was on you. Mm -hmm. That person, that whoever's performing did not wake up in the morning and say, you know what, today I'm going to try and piss off (laughs) X, Y, and Z. Like that, that's just not what happens. So if you go and you hear something you don't like, and you're offended by it, that was a choice that you made, mm-hmm. you know? What really frustrating about this quote-unquote cancel culture is, is no one's trying to cancel anybody. They just want you to be accountable for what you say. Mm-hmm. If you say something controversial, then you have to stand up to the backlash. That's no different than anything else in the world. If you do a bad job at your job, you don't just go get a check. No, they bring you into the office and they say, Hey, you screwed this up and we need to fix it. So I think that's what cancel culture is, is people just trying to fix the mistakes they see. And some people do get carried away, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, if you do something out of ignorance or malice, then you should face the consequences for it. Well, that's actually the premise for one of my foundational philosophical beliefs. That's voluntarism. And I know, Dion, that you definitely um, probably fall on the left side of the spectrum. I do know that you're a democratic socialist. Yes, I am. I am perfectly fine with that. I really enjoy talking to people that are outside of my sphere. Like I joked about at the beginning, libertarians talking to other libertarians about libertarianism to me is the most boring thing in the entire universe. Um, So I really enjoy expanding my thought process and talking to people outside of that sphere. I also love comedians. So um, I do want to talk to you a little bit about what we, what the premise of the show is. Um, For any of you listeners that we are libertarians, no, I did not have a libertarian on to talk about the non-aggression principle because I'm really fucking done with that. Um, Oh, by the way, Dion, you can swear all you want. Okay. Okay. Good good to know. The show is more explicit. So (laughs) Um, I think that one of the topics we wanted to talk about, because I know you do dabble in uh, the political sphere a little bit from, by the way, I'm a big Fan of the Pat Down. By the way, if you guys don't listen to the Pat Down by Miss Pat, you should listen because you'll laugh your ass off. And it's a really great way to just release and have fun. So go follow her, Spotify, Apple, whatever. Give a review. Anyways, we were going to talk about like the pull between the left and the right. So you consider yourself left. I consider myself a progressive. Okay. Okay. So I consider myself an anarchist, which I am. Um, what would you think that an anarchist is? Uh, somebody who has no problem disrupting the status quo. Well, that's a good answer. I thought you might like hate it, but thank you. <laughs> um, well, it just depends on what the status quo is. See, I don't have a problem with interrupting negative status quos, but when there's positive status quos, I, I absolutely do have a problem with that. Well, I can dig that. So um, let's start with a baseline. It's like politically, what do you think is the biggest problem? We're just talking about the United States government right now, because that's what we live in. And that's what we know. I mean, I could talk like foreign policy and world politics, but it gets kind of muddled because we don't live there. So what is the biggest problem facing the United States right now, politically, as far as our government and as far as its dominion over the people? We're full of shit. (laughs) (laughs) well babe we are fully aligned right there (laughs) (laughs) that's our biggest problem it's always been our biggest problem is we fucking lie to ourselves every day to make ourselves feel better instead of accepting the harsh reality that we have been a piece of shit country for a long fucking time like 
well, I really don't disagree with you at all. <laughs> um, could you, okay. So a lot of um, people on the left or right kind of fall back to government documents and things like that, like the constitution and even like anarchists go back to the articles of confederation and things like that. And we could like bore the audience all day, but I won't do that. <clears throat> but we are where we are right now. So how would you describe the modern day right? Like right wingers, how would you describe as Dion Curry? What would you say that they are? <laughs> Bat shit crazy. Uh, <laughs> they they lie to themselves. What 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 I've hated about Republicans in the modern day is the fact that they don't hold themselves accountable. So perfect example is Lindsey Graham and Ted Cruz mm-hmm. before 2016 hated Donald Trump. Right. But somehow he pulled off a victory and now all of a sudden they act like they didn't say what they said. They have no idea of, you know, he he never could do anything wrong. It's, you know, oh, he that's just locker room talk or he doesn't he didn't mean that. It's just they expect us to buy the bullshit because their team won. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and as a progressive, I look at that and I go, what the fuck? No, that's not cool. Yeah. No, it's a complete hypocrisy. Dion, I am 100% on board. And in fact, I I liked a little bit of your analogies because it's a lot like sports. So, you know, you could love your team from your hometown for some reason. And I live in Cleveland, so, and I don't really follow sports, Ooh. but yeah, you could imagine how awful it would be to be a, somebody that likes sports in Cleveland, <laughs> Lord. But, um, you know, you could have a player from another team that you absolutely despise. And then all of a sudden he gets traded to your team and he's a God. Why? <laughs> um, so I, I do equate politics a lot to teams um, as far the, as the left and right. And I think they're more interested in, in their team winning than actually what's true. So I asked you, what's the biggest, you know, what would you describe the right as? What, what do you describe as the modern day left? Um, a bunch of feelings police. Um, I, the problem with the left is, is they want to hold everybody accountable for everything, yet they don't want to change the system that keeps creating the microaggressions that they live in. Mm-hmm. So you have far left people who are saying, you know, there's multiple genders and, you know, people can identify as what they want. And then you have moderate people on the left, like, yo, that's, that's not going to help anybody. And so they're fighting right now and there's no money in far left politics. There's these people can't compete. Uh, I got to disagree with that, to be honest. (laughs) Um, There is plenty of money because uh, whatever stirs people's emotions and whatever the media or the deep state can do to get people to be emotional is actually what gives them power and power comes from money, you know? So, I mean, it's definitely, there's definitely a correlation there. Then why aren't they winning? The left? Yeah. The left is winning a lot. They win universities. They win the media. And and I'm not saying the right is better. They don't, they don't, they don't win elections. Um, well, okay. So I might They're getting their asses kicked in Congress by Republicans right now. I, I would agree because there's this, really think that the thing that I hate the most, you know, a lot of anarchists hate AOC. I don't know what you think about her. Um, I don't actually hate the girl. I mean, at least she sang shit and kind of uh, sometimes, sometimes, because economically she's an idiot, but sometimes she does buck the system. Um, And so I like that, but I mean, she's not really winning over hearts and minds. They're not formulating like bills in the Senate because of what some Congress lady says, like she, she's really not winning. So I I would say that. And then at the same time, you know, there's really conservative Christian people or really far right-winged people that really aren't um, winning hearts and minds in the Congress or the Senate. And what happens generally is there's this power in the middle, which is the state. And Yeah, there's this um, libertarian who I wouldn't agree with him on a lot of things, but he always says this one thing that really gets to me. He says, it doesn't matter who you vote for. You're always going to get John McCain. What do you think about that? 
Yeah, because that's what the system, that's what the mm-hmm. comfort level of America is, is John McCain. Yeah. I mean, that's, that, yep. and, and that's honestly what the biggest hurdle is, is to get people to increase their comfort zone. It doesn't matter where you're, you're right or left. The comfort zone is, is where we have to meet. And so you've got far right people like Marjorie Taylor Greene, who says things to make her base comfortable, you know, yes. that Ilhan Omar is the jihad terrorist, you know, and they're like, <laughs> right. they hear that and they go, oh, that's out of my comfort zone. I don't mm-hmm. like that. So I hate her. But they don't do any research to figure out if that's true or not. They just hear it from somebody that looks and sounds like them and is from their area. And they're like, well, you know, I don't have any experience with that. So I'm just going to take her word for it. And then you have people on the far left, like uh, AOC, who says, yo, let's get this Green New Deal up and running. Let's let's change things. But she doesn't have any money behind her. So she can come up with all these great ideas. But when it comes time to go to the bank, she's just going to be standing there begging because people are like, well, I'm not paying for that. And and so so at the end of the day, nothing's going to change until we all as a country decide what's truly the best way to move forward. And that's why I consider myself a progressive is because I understand that some people aren't going to like you and that's Mm -hmm. fine and dandy. But how do you get past them not liking you and still being on the same page as far as what's the best for the country? Well, I think, Dion, I think um, I come from a different place. So I kind of like root myself in morality more so than what people want to do. Cause I just believe in non-aggression and non-violence. And so why, yes, why, why, why? Because I think it's immoral to um, hurt somebody that hasn't hurt you. <laughs> so I, I just, God does that all the time. Are you, are you religious at all? Um, I'm, do we, are we going to get into this? You know, it's funny no, before I'm, the show, just, I was just, like, what do you not want to talk about? And you're like, Hey, I'm going to talk about what Trisha doesn't want to talk about. <laughs> no, I, I just, the only reason I brought that up is because people often cite morality, but they don't understand where their morals I, come from. I, and so I, do. I was so, just trying uh, to gauge I, I would, where you got your morals okay, from. So That's my all. morals um, come from uh, I'm a fan of objectivism. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but I also, um, which is hard for me to talk about because I did leave a lot of my Orthodox Christianity over the last few years. Um, but I Good do, okay. I do believe in God. I do believe mm-hmm. in truth. I do believe in absolutes. I'm not an existentialist. And so I do believe there is right and wrong. Um, it's, it's obvious in the way the universe plays out. Like to me thinking that everything is wishy-washy and whatever you think is good and whatever I think is good, um, isn't necessarily truth. However, I would say that, um, people tend to use the state to say, well, I believe this is truth and therefore you should. And I'm not a big fan of making other people believe what you believe through course of violence. Like that's not a way, that's not a way to well, have is a moral it, society is is it not this is where i have a problem is is okay. you say you <laughs> you believe in a right and wrong yet you're a capitalist sure those two those two ideas don't go together and why no one why not because it's wrong to capitalize of other people's misery. Well, and that's you've, you've all taken, that we You've do taken a word and used two different definitions. So no, because I want, Dion, I want to go back to the baseline of it. So if you think that I'm looking for utopia through a financial system, you're completely wrong. I, I could cure cancer today. And that doesn't mean that murder and drunk driving and all these other things don't happen. I'm not looking for utopia. That's no, never you can't. Happen. You you can't eradicate the human condition. No, but I can solve one ill, and the ill is government. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if if absolute power corrupts absolutely. Correct. It does. So why why do you advocate for violence against your neighbors? That's the thing. I don't. I I don't advocate Dion, for violence against Dion, my neighbors. If you want to use the government against them, you absolutely do. That's just the crux of it. Okay. How are you going to get these programs? How are we going to do this? How will you financially afford this? Well, see, that's the thing. 
No, finest. Dion, no, no. How I'm do about to you ex- let the state do something? What happens when the state do, does something? What happens? What do, you, what do you What do you mean? Okay, so we fund a program. How do we fund a program? Taxes. Mm-hmm. And say that I feel like these are immoral and they don't benefit me and they're immoral. So I say, I, I'm not going to pay these because they're immoral. What happens to me when I don't pay them? Usually the, the government sends somebody to you at some point in time. Yes. And and when I say, I'm sorry, I, I don't abdicate to your proposed authoritarianism and I'm not going to object myself to it. Then what happens? They lock you up. Yes. And if I refuse to be locked in a cage, what happens? Then they uh, threaten you with violence usually. Yes. And then what happens if I say I'm not going to be threatened by your violence? You defend yourself. Yes. And they shoot you. Ultimately, government is violence and they have a monopoly on violence and it is immoral. Okay. But at the same time, if you choose not to participate Mm -hmm. in that system, yet you live on their land, do they not have a right? To tell Are you, you hey, talking about the roads, Dion? Because no, I'm talking about the I'm talking about the entire space that we occupy. Mm-hmm. There is no sovereignty Who is anywhere. Who is the, the the American people? There is okay. no sovereignty here. Okay, so even would you, it, say, would you say that Native American people live on this land and they should follow the law because they live on the land? To a certain extent, yeah. Should they? Even to though it extent. was not their choice, and they do not want to bow to the state but because of course of violence they have to and so somehow it's moral that well there's that to. utopia there's that utopia there is that no such about. thing as utopia <laughs> that's what i'm you, saying you see, it's so all, at, i just do not believe point, in violent coercion i think it's wrong it doesn't and matter whether a, you believe in it or not it exists so you think it's okay for you to push your opinions no, upon me through violence? No, 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 no. You just said you did. <laughs> no, I, no, I didn't. I said that's the law of the land that we occupy. The law of the land was once the Fugitive Slave Act. Was that moral? No. Okay. Why but should until, I follow a law okay. that's immoral? Again, <laughs> how until you can change it, what can you do? Uh, if you can't okay, convince me that's a really that, fun argument. Change it. How can somebody change something when it's set up for people not to change it, Dion? And that's don't, what that's what we've been fighting for for how many years? Yes. And that's that's and the not, Here's the difference between an anarchist and the left and the right. We don't play their game. You don't have a choice. Maybe in some ways we don't, but I also absolutely have a choice to live free by myself. I don't there's, have there's to. There's no, everything costs, whether it's time or money or energy. Sure, everything that's called costs. the free market system, Dion. That's called the free market system has nothing to do with governments. Sure, it does. No, because if that's you not can, free markets, you, it's cronyism. If you, can't, if you can't defend your freedom from Whoever's trying to take it from you. Then what the can person you do? trying to take it from you doesn't even know it. Whether about it's a, freedom, whether it's a person or a system or an idea, we all that's that's the yin and yang of life. And this is my no, whole no, no, point. no. The yin and the yang is truth and consequence. It has nothing to do with governments. Government is force and violence. Okay. And- <laughs> Why are you laughing? It's true. Because because that's what the fundamental baseline is for all living things is violence. Is it? You you have to kill something in order to survive. What, Point blank what period. What if, Dion, what if I told you that there was a better way? There isn't a better way. There absolutely is. No, there isn't. It's you, called you, voluntarism. You it's have to kill plants if coercion, you don't <laughs> Coercion without violence is actually a real thing. And there's, there's been pockets of it throughout history. Yes, absolutely, Dion. Wh- you just have to right free now? your mind from it. What's happening? Where is, is it happening? Where, it happens wh- in small pockets across the country. It's happened across the globe through thousands of years. It's the fact that we're so Where is it happening right now? Just because it's not happening in a large scale doesn't mean it couldn't. No, happen. I'm I'm asking Here, you to tell thing. me at Dion, one spot Dion. where it's happening at this moment. Dion. Dion. Yes, I'm if here. The world, the complete every, all the 350 some countries in the world act uh 
had slaves and acted in a slave trade, does that mean that my idea of voluntarism is wrong? Or does that mean that the world is corrupted? Well, who's defining what's right and wrong? You? People. It's natural. It's the non-aggression principle. It's, it's completely if, if natural somebody, law. Do you believe if, in natural law? Do you believe in natural law? No. What happened? Okay, here's then what, it's, here's, if here, you don't believe in natural law, it's completely okay for me to own somebody else if you don't believe in natural law. If completely you, no, okay. Here, no, here's what you I, just here's conceded. What I'm no, 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 no. You're putting words in my Here's what I'm saying. I'm saying you have the right to think you are correct. You have the right to think your way is correct. But you Just have a right I, hold on, to, let me you have let a right finish. to violently coerce me. Let, let me finish. Okay. What I'm saying is if, if, if you look at violence as a negative thing and I look at violence as a positive thing, who are you to say that I'm wrong and that you're right? So you're an existentialist. No, I'm asking the question. No, you literally are where, saying, where's, no, you are I'm literally saying you, I can use violence you, if I think no, it's okay. No, 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 that's not what I'm saying. I'm asking you, what gives you the power of authority to tell me that I'm wrong? Authority because is I don't, a myth. Authority is a myth. Well, that's what I'm asking you, though. You Because your idea, your belief is that violence is bad. And if someone else no, thinks no, no, violence no. is Coercive not bad. Coercive violence, Coercive, defensive violence is okay. Coercive violence is not. So if like, if I, if I didn't hurt anybody and I didn't steal from anybody or I didn't break a contract with somebody, I think it's immoral for them to come with a gun and take my shit. And why do you think, and why do you think that? Because it's obvious. But that's not how the way the world works. I'm sorry about the world that the natural law is, is the, this, the strongest survive. No, actually natural law is not that. Yes, it is. So do you think that that's right? That's, it doesn't matter what I think. Cause that's okay. Why why are you even, why are you even a progressive then? If you don't think that that's wrong, because I have hope for what that things will get better. Why? Because I think violence is okay. Would that make things better? No, no, I don't. If think, I think slavery it, is okay, is it okay for me to do? You're you're misunderstanding me, Trisha. No, you are not understanding the point of voluntarism, Dion. But you know what? I, I want to roll back because we got real deep in the philosophical weeds, and my listeners are probably shaking their hands. <laughs> so I'm going to go back like a little bit into Dion's past. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. So growing up, like what were your biggest political influence? Like, you know, were uh, were you grown grew up in a progressive household, a conservative household? Like what influenced you politically? I grew up black, so that's probably <laughs> my biggest political influence was being a, a, a black person. Because obviously I'm pretty fucking white. So what does I that mean? I mean, so there's two Americas. There's mm-hmm. there's mainstream America and then there's black America. And so when you grow up not mainstream American, um, you witness it from the outside looking in. So you know everything white, but then you interact with people who don't know anything about you or your culture or why you think the way you think. And so you have to either A, explain it to them without being upset all the time or B, choose not to engage. And so for me, there was a point in my life where I got to, you know what, I don't have a choice of whether I want to engage these people or not. So how do I find the best way to interact with people who don't know anything about the world that I live in? And so that I can explain it in a way that doesn't make me want to pull my hair out every night, and just be angry all the time. Do you think comedy helps you do that? Yes. Um, Laughter is healing medicine. Everybody knows that. Yeah, you know, when you're when you're laughing, you're never upset. So that that's the beauty of of my job is that in that thirty minutes to an hour that I'm on stage and I get to make people laugh, they they forget about all their struggles and problems. Hopefully, you know, some people like to carry that baggage, and there's nothing you can do about it. But it's funny, Dion, because um, I absolutely think that um, obviously I've not lived your life 
when I think your struggles are valid, but you're also talking from a moral perspective, which is funny for somebody that argued that morality is subjective. <laughs> it is. It's absolutely subjective. So then you're saying that what you grew up in meant nothing? No, what I'm, well, nothing, nothing we do actually matters in the grand scheme of things. Mm. We're just a bunch of people. Don't be such a nihilist, Dion. You can't be that way as a comic. You can't. Sure I can. I'm just looking at the evidence. That's all I'm looking at is the evidence. A comedian tells truth and you're a truth teller. And I'm looking at the evidence. Nothing you do actually matters in the grand scheme of things. You're just a one human on a pale blue dot drifting in a vast ocean of nothingness then why be here because you don't have a choice don't don't you no you think you do you have the illusion of choice but you don't well anybody could stop being here today i mean well yeah you could kill yourself you could kill yourself but where's the fun in that I've tried we that got three different way times. into philosophical weeds here. And I was going to be like, why did the left and right not get? And here we are talking about like existentialist nihilism. <laughs> the reason I bring that up is to get to the baseline of why the left and right don't get along because we don't yeah. share the same views because we don't understand each other. No, and I- that's why I got off into that deep end is because I was trying to get a better understanding of where your mind is. No, I appreciate that actually. And Dion, um, well, part of what I've uh, appreciated about you, just obviously, because of course I started listening to the pat down and, um, then sometimes, uh, you comment on, uh, we're libertarians. I think you have a really, um, intelligent and, uh, insightful point of view. And I appreciate that, especially, I also just have an affinity for standup comics or comics in general. Um, and so I think maybe I just, didn't understand your place as somebody that is a bit of a more of a relativist than I thought they were. Would you consider yourself a relativist? What does that mean? It means that morality is movable. Well, it is. Okay. It was, it was moral back in the day to own slaves. Now it's not moral. It it was never moral. Something. No, 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 no. Something being legal (laughs) is not moral. Plenty of but things see, are legal that aren't moral and plenty of things are illegal that aren't immoral. You couldn't, you <laughs> couldn't tell Christians back in the day who owned slaves that it was immoral for them to own slaves because their Bible told them it was okay. Well, so, I don't really care what their Bible thought. And actually, there were a very few so small if you sects that didn't well, think it was. And, and that's my point, though, is that there's always going to be a negative to who's ever positive. So you can't get rid of that. Mm-hmm. And so what gives you the right because of your belief that, but you can't prove that your belief is right, is what I'm saying. Because yeah. you, there's no there's no way to convince someone who doesn't believe what you believe that what you believe is accurate because there's no way to prove it to them. Well, I, I think there's there, you have a lot of good points there, and I would agree to a certain point. Um, I am going to take a really quick mid-show break, and we're going to get back to that because that's an awesome point. So give me one second, and we will be back with Dion Curie. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Well, hello, my lovelies. I am back with Dion Curry, stand-up comedy extraordinaire and a complete existential nihilist. Just kidding. Um, but the last question he asked me was really interesting. I think we've gone a little more into uh, philosophy here, which has actually been really fun. Um, he asked, what gives you the moral authority to say what's right? Um, over another person. And I think that's a really important question because that's why I'm an anarchist. Um, so I don't think one has um, the moral authority over another person to say what is right or wrong, um, which is why I'm a voluntarist. Uh, what I believe is that if you don't hurt people and don't take your their stuff, the most moral system is to voluntarily um, contract with people. And so that's why I believe what I believe. Uh, Deanne, what are your thoughts? 
an ideal world, that would be great, but that's just not how the world works. It's mm -hmm. the strongest person gets to decide what to do with the weak. Yeah. Whether uh, that's right or wrong, we could argue until we're blue in the face. But at the end of the day, if you're not strong enough to stop me, then it's what I say goes. <laughs> I think there's a lot of truth to that. Um, how did we overcome some ills in society then? Because the people who were sitting on the sidelines stood up. Mm -hmm. And so they overwhelmed the strength with numbers. Couldn't that happen now? No. <laughs> No? We can't even decide. We can't even decide what's fake news. Like, no. <laughs> oh, most of it is. Most of it is. It's all piece of gate. It's fine. <laughs> so, you know, I, I guess a lot of people listening um, are probably libertarians, obviously the network, but some people might listen that have no clue and are just like, what the hell are you guys talking about? Um, so it is easier to relate to you talking about the right and left, even though I believe they're the same people. Um, it's just different flavors of sadism. But you you said something when I was trying to do, like, think about what I want to do a show with you about. And you said, here's why the right and left will never get together, like as a topic. Why do you think the right and left will never see eye to eye? Because they do not understand each other. The idea on the right is to conserve, right? Mm -hmm. And so the idea on the left is to progress. You can't do both of those things at the same time. Mm -hmm. And so what is the right trying to conserve? It's not the environment. It's, it's, it's the way of life that they're used to. Mm -hmm. And so people on the left are saying, hey, that way of life sucks for some people. So we need to get rid of it and change it so it's better for everybody. Well, I, I think your diagnosis of the right is completely on point. Um, I quite agree. I think your diagnosis of the left is incorrect um, because uh, you can say that all day long, but your actions speak louder than words. So the left actually generally proposes bills and actions that actually hurt the smallest people and hurt the environment. So it's very easy to say I'm doing this for this purpose. I will grandstand and I will say I'm going to have this Green New Deal and yet I will fly 40,000 planes to this place and make a huge carbon footprint to do so. And I will say all these things, but all my donors are petrodollars. Like it's just, here's the thing. What I believe and what I know is truth is that they're actually the same freaking people. They just have different flavors, you know? So um, what they do is play, you know, the common folk against each other. You know, I can play the religious right against the progressive left. I can do da, da, da. But they all have the same goal, which is um, the concentration of power, centralizing power. And so once I started to understand, because I did come from the right, I was a foolish uh, neocon. And it did give me a lot of insight into it. Um, I understand these people's fears. They have irrational fears, which are fed to them by the right-wing media and also like by uh, demonizing the left-wing media. But also uh, what I did understand also was that the left-wing people do it just in a different way. They're basically the same people. Um, they really don't want to lose power and they really don't care about people. They just care about power. And so- I'd agree with you on that, but I the re the reasons why they want to do it are not the same. Well, I would say that if you think that left wing progressives have a heart of gold for the people, I'm sorry, Dion, it's just not true. True left wing progressives have a heart of gold. Yes, well, maybe the ones you that, the as ones a personal that, one does, but you're well, not in power. This the, and and that's my point. Is so it doesn't matter what I think and believe in my heart, right? I still have to go and vote for somebody to represent that idea. Mm -hmm. And everybody who is do you on think, that ballot- Do you think voting matters? No. <laughs> oh, me neither. Hey, <laughs> we're on the same page here. I, I think, think it's the actually idea, something that I think the idea of voting matters, but the actual act of going to the polls and voting doesn't matter because you don't know your neighbor's heart and mm -hmm. you don't know what's in your neighbor's bank account. And so- while they smile in your face, they might be plotting to take your stuff. And mm -hmm. so you, you truly don't know. And I think this country has never been united, which is funny because it's in our name, the United yeah. States of America. But 
Well, Honestly, that, was, that was built on something that was really fallible, in my opinion. I'm in a conservative state when I say that. You know, I like definitely like I'm a turncoat for the conservatives. Um, but I, I, I would say, well, I mean, um, if you if we hold these troops to be self, well, you can hold something to be self evident, but if you own another person, you really don't hold that truth. Do you? Exactly. Yeah. Right. No, so I, I quite agree. The idea is there. The action is not yeah. there and, and the action will never be there. There was a lot of brilliance in the founding, like in their words, I wouldn't say their actions, but their words were definitely like, um, they just blew a lot of, uh, governments and monarchies out of the water at that time by their ideas, but their actions didn't really show their ideas, but they, they were really interesting ideas. Um, I, for me, I don't believe any government is legitimate. And I don't believe that the constitution is some sort of document. That's some moral sacred thing. I actually think it's very impotent. Okay. Like most hold up, hold up. Okay. So what, what's the difference between the, the government and, and you, as governing your own household. What if if you governing your own household is legitimate, but a government governing an entire group of people, why is it okay for you to discipline the people in your home versus the people who are in charge of government to discipline the entire country under the rules that we all agree to? Um, well, I would say we might have different ideas of discipline. I do have a peaceful home. Um, and I would say the biggest difference is, um, consent. So, uh, what makes sex different than rape? Consent. Mm -hmm. So, but your child doesn't have a choice to consent. So I am their fiduciary and I'm actually a peaceful parent. So it is, I don't, I don't hit my kids. Um, and I give them a lot of space. However, I am their fiduciary. So we do have some contractual. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm talking about the punishment. That's so. Uh, so I don't so really what do you, punishments. I just well, do consequences. Uh, well, you can call it what you want to call it. It is what it is. I don't hit my kids. And well, um, if, do, do you take away things that you bought for them? Do you do you say, hey, that, you that's can't. not punishment. I'm their fiduciary. If they broke a contract, I'm going to take away what they have. They didn't sign a contract because you created them. They didn't ask to be here. Yeah. So, so that's quite different than me going and taking something from my neighbor. Like that's what, and that's and what I I'm actually give to get. them a lot of choice. So I'm, I'm their yeah, fiduciary. We, we we all have choice, whether we recognize right the choice or not. It right. doesn't matter. And I'm raising them to be adults, so eventually, right. okay, they're they're so, going to be human beings on their own. As their fiduciary, mm -hmm. you deem it okay to say you do it how I tell you to do it, or else, right? I actually because don't. You, I actually don't parent that way. <laughs> actually, I've been criticized for my parenting being too loose. So, so I, I don't what, do that. What do you do? So, so say you have rules in your home. What what's no, no. a rule? Um, don't hit people. Right. Okay. And what happens if one of your children hits someone else? Well, I do believe that there are consequences for violence. So I don't hit them back. I certainly don't do that. I'm not the state. We go. I, I did actually three episodes on peaceful parenting. If you want to go back and listen, went really deep into the weeds on that. So, um, you know, I don't know if it's like an I got you, like, oh, well, if you do this to your kids, I really don't. I raise my no, kids no, no, as no, human no. beings. I'm asking you why the idea of you why saying, is why why is it me having a child that I'm raising to be an adult the same as the state? That's what's really creepy. Like, no, the state's it, because not it's my the, parents. It's not. <laughs> and that's what I'm trying to get at is, is you govern yeah. how you, you hold on. You I govern how you govern my children. Yes, you do. Them to be adults. No, I, <laughs> I actually really don't. I'm one of the few people that doesn't. They can if you're, fucking if you're tell child. me off to my face. Do you know what I will do? I will not mm -hmm. give them something then. Okay. So. Again, you have a. Well, they a don't set have of, positive rights. I don't believe in positive rights. Why not? Uh, nobody is owed anything for existing. They're owed not to be hurt. They're not owed anything for existing. Those are positive rights versus negative rights. Uh, and I'm asking you, why not? Because that's what's right and moral and true, and it gives the best. <laughs> It gives the best 
Do you see the contradiction in that? There's really not one, Dion. That's the funny thing. I think you're trying to find a fault in mine, but you're not giving me any good answers. No, I'm asking you, what's the difference between you saying, do this how I want it done because you live in my house? I don't do that. Yes, you do. You said there's consequences if they don't make the right choices, right? If they take what I give them by my own will and my production and you know, dismiss it or treat it poorly, then they get that taken. But that's not a negative example. It's not like, hey, you are bad. Therefore, I'm going to treat you badly. Like, I don't even do Santa Claus. Like, I think that's bullshit. Like, that's I'm just not, raising I'm not, a I'm child. Not, Actually, not, the, the, the nuclear family is the most anarchist thing in the whole world. You're you're misunderstanding. And what I'm, you don't you don't <laughs> think like anarchy is not like no rules, no morals. Like that's just a lame argument. It absolutely is. It's just natural rules and morals. It's not violent coercion. I don't tell my children if you don't do this, I'm going to hit you. I don't do that. It, that's something wrong. Can't, something can't be natural with an in front of it. So <laughs> that's a, why that's because it's a negative prefix. So, so you think there should be no consequences in life? No, 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 consequences are natural. No, no, they're natural. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm trying to understand the baseline of your thought process. That's all I'm trying to do. And so, okay, you, you, you so say you went it's, back it, to my family instead of how you interact no, no, no. with other people. No, I'm saying so. You have an idea in your mind that you got from your life experience on how things should work. Right. Did you not? Yeah, we all do. We, okay. We all do. And what I'm okay. trying to do Mine is, is bridge the gap between. Mine doesn't believe in violence. Does yours? No, but what I'm. Okay. Then how are you, you okay believing, with. How are you okay you with not, forcing your neighbor then? Like, how is that any different? It's it's not whether I'm okay with it or not. It's, it's the fact that it exists and how to no, I, how but, do I prevent okay. it? Okay. If something exists, that's fine. You're not culpable. But if you advocate for it then you are culpable i don't advocate for it you okay you're a progressive right yeah do you think that somebody should take money from me and my family and give it to somebody else and at, at a the certain end of the, point okay at a certain then, point yes then you you are culpable that's just how at it works cer- no because at a certain point i don't you- own you you don't own me that's right. But we live, we, we live on the same space. Do we not? No, I live in my house that I pay for. I, I really do not wish to take anything from you. <laughs> I would, if we want to contractually like obligate each other, we can do that through contract. That's fine. We, um, I'm not you've already entered into a contract when you get your birth certificate. <laughs> oh my goodness. You're going to talk about that. <sighs> I'm just talking about the system that we live in. You live in a different system, apparently. Okay. So if somebody is born, they're in a contract. In America, they are. Okay. Can you define a contract? Go ahead. When you're born in this country. No, define what, what a contract is. Like literally the definition of a contract. Go ahead. So there's a set of rules and regulations. Uh What, what, what do, what needs to happen in a contract, Dion? What do you mean? What what needs to happen in a contract? Like, what is the so, contract? So, okay, so let's take comedy. So I signed a contract to perform mm-hmm. for 30 minutes. Okay, so you did one it, thing really important right there. What did you just do? I you, agreed. You consented. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the other person offered back terms that you accepted. So they can. Yeah, you're what's what, what sucks. Okay, what being sucks born, about argument, being though, born is, isn't being cons- your consenting consent for you. That's the that's the problem that we have is that when you become an adult, you have the right to leave. You can but you can't stay here and say, I'm not going to abide by the contract that my parents signed. You can't A do that. Contract is consent. You can't say you were born. Therefore, you consent to the government. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. I said this piece of paper from 300 years ago says you consent. I, what, is st- what, is, what is stopping me from leaving? Nothing. Go ahead. So while you're here, you're consenting. Point blank, period. Because if you think you're going to stay here and sure. not consent. Which is fine with the family, the, but that's not the same as the government because it's sure violent it coercion. 
I'm sorry. You if are somebody not has let a gun child, in a cage and a monopoly on force, it's violent coercion. You are coercion. not going to let your child stay in your house if they do not consent to your rules. Point I, blank, period. I You're not going to do that. Well, are you telling that. me you are going to do I, that? Number one, I've done that. But I want to get back away from the family structure with an anarchist <laughs> structure and go back to government. Because uh, I think you're making an argument that's not the that same. All as forms government. of government suck. All forms of government are terrible. Okay. Because there's no such thing as freedom. You don't have the freedom. What you think is free comes from Okay, then I can own somewhere. a person. Then I can own a person. If you, so if uh, you feel, you if are, you f- who am I to tell you that that's not okay? Okay. Who was somebody to tell that a plantation I owner could own another the person? Ma- who are they? The ma- was it moral they felt, they felt was it was it moral? given right. To them, it was. Yes. Was that still moral? I could go it, slay a family of four because I wanted their money. Does that make it moral? Because uh, I thought it was right. If you thought so, yes. Because who am wow. I to tell you what is Dion? Because wow. I'm asking you. You heard it here. Who? Dion believes in murder if he if the person thinks that no, moral. no, I don't. <laughs> I don't believe I wanna, that. I want to roll back, is, Dion, because we're getting way <laughs> far into the weeds. You're not letting me talk, Tricia. Well, I'm really <laughs> Listen, good at that. I'm really good at what that. What I'm saying is, is what you deem your moral authority over whomever is subject to question by anybody and everybody else. Right? I Can we agree on that? I don't. I own myself. I don't <laughs> believe that's true. If I'm not hurting anybody or taking anything from anybody, then I own myself. I'm sorry if you think it's okay to do that to me, but I don't think it's okay. No, to I do didn't you. say I didn't you say did, Dion. No, I yeah, didn't. Kind of did. I said you have no more authority over that person's ideas as they have over yours. This is what I'm saying. I think I have the authority to tell somebody to get the fuck away from me and not hurt me. I definitely have that authority. You absolutely do. You absolutely. Yeah. Do. That's called the non-aggression principle. Right. Okay. And so if someone is the anarchy to that idea, is it? No, no, no. Anarchy uh, are, actually relies on the non-aggression principle. I don't know if you're <laughs> thinking about like people throwing over trash cans, but they're not anarchists. They're fascists. Um, they just don't understand definitions. It's right. just breaking up the status quo is all I'm saying is it's there's always going to be. Here's what that. I'm saying, Dion Curry. I think you're an actual freaking anarchist and you don't even realize you are. In what way? I think that you believe you are the ultimate authority in your life and you reject the state. Some of the ideas. I don't have a problem conceding. Oh, Dion's an anarchist. Hold on. <laughs> I don't have a problem conceding things that are irrelevant to me. Well, I, I would say there is some pragmatism to like, okay, so I'm not going to sit and worry about, you know, small infractions and things like that. Not because I don't think they're wrong, but because it's like, ultimately, I'm not going to fight the smallest battle and and live my life because, you know, I live where I live. I, I I'm not a fool. I'm not one of those crazy anarchists that's like, fuck everybody. The cops can come get and shoot them. You know, like, yeah, I fucking hate the cops. Okay. Everybody knows that that listens to my podcast, but I'm not going to like actively shoot police officers. That's really stupid. And it, it doesn't help me and it doesn't help my cause. And it's just not, it's not a good moral way to live. Okay. But I also can think that they're immoral and fight them like legislatively or by the words I say on the internet or whatever. So it's, it's, it all comes down to like, if you are able to be who you are and defend who you are and say, I don't believe in coercive violence. I think that's the best way for people to live. And it also leads to another free market system, which is called voluntarism, which we can't get into here because that's, we're going to get into the weeds and we have been way far into the weeds. I did not expect this to go this way. Yeah. <laughs> which is fun because I love this shit. I, I, I just, again, at the end of the day, if I can't stop you from wanting to take something from me, then it's up to you, the person who's taking something from me to decide whether that's right or wrong. Well, hopefully people would understand that it's wrong. You know? Well, 
And you're back to the key word. Hope is what I brought up well, earlier. Yeah, yeah, no, I Dion, hope Dion, that the world gets better, but I Dion, know that it's not. I, I don't hope. I'm, I'm not a fool. I didn't, I don't think utopia would happen. I don't think voluntarism is an answer to utopianism. It's never going to exist on this earth. Like I said, I just want to eradicate cancer. I can't solve murder. I can't solve drunk driving accidents. I can't solve it, but I can solve one thing. Yeah, you can though. But to say nah. that you can't. Oh, by the state. <laughs> no, 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 no. See, oh, see, this is this is where we get confused, right? The okay. state is made up of what people, right? And the people yeah. put forth ideas that we yeah. all and agree. Do you on, think people right? are good? In their hearts, morally, yeah, for the most part. I, I think that's there's a very always utopian going, idea, honey. There's that's always going utopian. to be. There's <laughs> always going to be a percentage of people who go against the grain for whatever reason, their upbringing, their mood mm-hmm. swings. Well, being against imbalance. the grain isn't, isn't wrong. Well, That's it depends on I, where uh, you're I, at. It depends on where you're well, at. Of course. Okay. People so you can't. <laughs> Again, once we get to a level of understanding, that's where we need to be. Whether you well, like it or not is irrelevant. The level of understanding is like, why is this happening? Yeah. Because of X, Y, and Z. Yeah. We're not at the yeah. X, Y, and Z yet. We're still at the question of why is this happening? You know, Dion, actually, I, I agree with you very much on that point, even though politically we're probably on different angles. Although I think sometimes we're lined up. Um, I think something that's really important that does lack in this country now and actually in the world with our like global markets and the internet and social media is that we're not really trying to understand each other. Um, so I, I think it's awesome that I can have this you know, conversation why? with you. Why are we not trying to understand each other? Because everybody wants to win. Win what? I don't even fucking know, to be honest, power maybe, but but honestly, the world would be better if we stopped. What is what is power? Power is comfort. That's yeah. all it is. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I agree. And so, here we are. Here, Dion, could we not be farther from each other on the political spectrum spectrum? I don't think we're that far. OK, honestly, I was trying to make a point, but you were got all like maybe I'll get the feels. Um <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, I do think it's um, <clears throat> which I don't appreciate about some of my fellow libertarians um, or, or, or some lefties or righties. It's just like maybe listen to somebody and like D and I can argue and stuff, but I get a lot of his points like he makes sense. Um, I think about those things a lot. And I think it's really important, uh, listeners, for you to listen to other people and not automatically, you know, get this reaction where you're just going to hate them. Like maybe fucking listen to them for three seconds. I've changed my mind about a lot of things. You know, I would say even a little bit from the Pat Down podcast, um, just my mind on like race relations and the way different people view different things. And so I, I definitely never want to stop growing. I never want to stand firm footed in my beliefs and never grow. Um, but I do have a moral compass and it does lend me to voluntarism. So I don't know if you got anything from this podcast. I hope you got that. <laughs> Dion, what do you want to say about that? Um, here's my main point that I'm trying to make is that whether you agree with me or not, understanding why I got to where I am. And my thought process is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. So, so if we can't agree on red or blue, if we can't agree on up or down, at least we can understand why we think red is red and blue is blue and up is up and down is down. And that, to me, is the perfect balance of existing in a society is I don't have to like everything you do. I don't have to want to have all the things that you have but if i understand your thought process into how you got the ideas that float around in your head and you understand how i got the ideas that float around in my head and we can respect the differences because we're not always going to agree if we can respect those differences and then in a public space we can have civility and peace then i'm all for that in whatever form it takes because that's the most important thing is public 
yeah. peace and civility. What you do inside your own home is your own business. Yeah. You know, I mean, we could go into semantics about that and stuff, but I actually think like on it, like that's, that's truth, Dion. Um, and I think, you know, originally the show was supposed to be why the right and left won't get together. And I think that you pretty much made a good point of that, even though we have, you know, disagreements, or whatever, but it's like, if you can't understand somebody else's point of view, then you're so hard you're so stuck in your own that you can't see truth if it comes along. And I think that's a really good point. And that's a lot of the reason that I wanted to have you on Dion. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I do appreciate that. Um, I actually think you're probably going to be an anarchist eventually. So I'm just giving you an early welcome to the, team. Oh, I, I hope the world burns down. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I mean like, like start Chris over. Is- Chris is a minarchist. I sometimes say he's a voluntarist, but he's maybe a minarchist. And like, he's like, I don't want that. And, you know, I don't either. But also like at the same time, like, I'm not going to be mad if it happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not uh, attached to the physical materialistic things of the world. So yeah, well, I, I'm not I think- worried about people coming to take my stuff or my money because it's all just ideas anyway. You know, at the end of the day, yeah, everything that you own is an idea of what you wanted. So no, that's very true. Um, and it will all be dust one day. So, you know, yeah, hold About on. Three to- billion years when the earth or when the sun expands, we're all yeah. hope or somewhere else. Yes. Unless like global warming kills us in like a hundred years, but I won't even be around then. I mean, even though I'm 29. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was the comic. <laughs> So, Dion, it's I've really had so much fun talking to you. Thank you so much for coming on to a political show because I know it might not be like in your like. No, I really, <laughs> I really enjoyed this conversation. Like yeah, I said, I wanted to better understand you, and I feel like I did that. So, oh, uh, thanks, me too, Dion, and I really appreciated your points. I want to tell you all, Ginger Arky, and we are libertarians, listeners, that you should listen to Dion. Um, number one, I know you do open for Miss Pat a lot, but you probably have a lot of other stuff. So where can people find you? I'm glad you asked that. So yes, I am the co-host of the Pat Down podcast, but I also have two other podcasts that I do. Uh, Sorry, we're canceled, which is out on all podcast outlets. And we have a YouTube channel. So go subscribe to that. Sorry, we're canceled. I do that with my co-host uh, BT, who's also a comedian. And then on um, Monday nights, uh, every Monday at 9 p.m. Eastern, I do a podcast called Now That's Debatable with Sydney Smith and Warren B. Hall. And that's done on Facebook Live. You can join that Facebook group, Now That's Debatable. We talk about literally everything from politics to religion to society to comedy to our top five smells, whatever. We, <laughs> we, we talk about it all. It's a debate show that is very oriented in the uh, community. We encourage our listeners to um, be a part of that show. It's one of my favorite shows to do. And that's every Monday at 9 p.m. Eastern. And, and they just also need to follow simulcast. you on Facebook? Facebook. Instagram, Twitter, uh, Bright Fame 4 is my social media handles. So you can find all of that there. Yes. People, please follow Dion. Um, I've just really grown to appreciate him. Uh, like, just, I, I mean, I follow the comedy podcast with Miss Pat, but honestly, he's a really bright, fun, upcoming guy. And so you should definitely follow the shows. I actually didn't know about that second one. So totally following it now. I'm going to stalk you. It's fine. Um, <laughs> So anyways, I'm going to close out this show of Ginger Arky. Thank you for coming back, people. Sorry about my hiatus. Uh, You know, I had life things, but I am back and better than ever. And I want to say to you always, peace, grace, love, and fuck the state.